The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable. Can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into a pit? No disciple is superior to the teacher. But when fully trained, every disciple will be like his teacher. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me remove that splinter in your eye, when you do not even notice the wooden beam in your own eye? You hypocrite, remove the wooden beam from your eye first, then you will see clearly to remove the splinter in your brother's eye. A good tree does not bear rotten fruit, nor does a rotten tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its fruit. For people do not pick figs from thorn bushes, nor do they gather grapes from brambles. A good person out of the store of goodness in his heart produces good. But an evil person out of a store of evil produces evil. For from the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. The Gospel of the Lord. Since the beginning of history, The human person has always been an explorer. We have always been fascinated by what is out there, by what is beyond our own little space that we inhabit or that we're born into. And throughout the course of history, this has caused humanity to do incredible things. We have scaled mountains. We have sailed across oceans, flied across continents. And we've even traveled to the moon. And probably within our own lifetime, we will start visiting other planets. This exploration has been tremendous for humanity. And yet there is one place that humanity in general 
has not explored very deeply. And that place is the human heart. The word heart is mentioned over a thousand times in the scriptures. And often, at least in the West, when we say heart, we often refer to the place of our emotions and feelings, or the place of sentimentality, or the the physical organ. And yet, at least biblically, the heart is always a reference to our deepest center. It's that place where the real you and the real I exist. The place where ultimately all our decisions are made. The human heart is the most intimate space that exists. Which is why it can at some times be so fragile and sensitive, and yet at other times be so strong and courageous. And so the question is, are you and I living from this place? Are you and I living from this interior depth that is our own heart? We can tell, Jesus reminds us today, by simply stepping back for a moment and examining our words and our actions. Jesus tells us today, from the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. What a profound statement. From the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. If we want to know if we are living deeply in the truth about God and about ourselves, then what are our words like? What are our actions like? What have they been like this past week or this past month? Because ultimately, it is our words and our actions, not our ideas, that ultimately reveal to us where we are living from. With all of this in mind, 
Jesus is reminding us today that the real journey in life is an interior journey. That the real place that needs to be discovered and explored is not out there in some faraway land or in some faraway universe, as good as that exploration is. But that this real journey is inside, inside each of our own hearts. Because if the human heart is the place where the real you and the real I exist, then it's also the place where the real God, the living God, dwells. You know, St. Augustine spent 30 years looking outside for God and for himself. And it wasn't really until he looked deeply inside and began this interior journey where he discovered both God and himself. As he himself so beautifully writes, you, my God, were within me, but I was outside. You were with me, but I was not with you. This interior journey that God calls us to, it takes courage. It takes strength. But ultimately, it takes faith. Faith in the love that God has for us. You know, someone once said to me, they said, Father, I'm afraid to look deeply into my own heart because all I see there is darkness and sin. And I responded by saying, if that is all you see, then you are not looking deeply enough. Of course, there is darkness and sin in each one of us. But beneath that darkness, beneath that sin, there is light. There is life. There is the presence of Christ, whose presence always overcomes darkness and sin. And I have become convinced over the years after listening to many people's interior journeys that this is the number one tactic in which the enemy tries to use 
towards devout people, towards people who have begun this interior journey. He wants to overwhelm us with our poverty. He wants us to see it as being too much, even for God, and to leave us feeling hopeless. For the simple reason so that we can quit this interior journey and live a more exterior, superficial life. The enemy wants to use our poverty to condemn us and to become lukewarm. Whereas God reveals to us more deeply our own poverty, not for our condemnation, but to lead us to healing so that we can turn more fully towards him. And so let us not be afraid to enter more deeply into this interior journey which Jesus is calling us to. Fear is always an exaggerated illusion. It is never the truth. Because for all of the confusion, all of the doubt, and all of the fear that might be in our own hearts, Christ is there. In it all and beneath it all inviting us to trust him so that we can know and experience more deeply the depths in which we are truly meant to live. <laughs>